Aw, oh, shit. I'm lagging balls. That's right, lagging balls. Your community-focused World of Warcraft podcast. For the people, by some people. With your hosts, Thorn and Fist. show that stands for new year's eve we've got ro here oh my god hi ro uh, uh hello <laughs> hey ro how are you thorn and fist uh, welcome to new year's eve oh, and welcome to new year's eve look at that satiny voice look at listen to that satiny uh, I, voice i just want everyone to to sit back relax grab their favorite robe and and relax as as we send off what has been <laughs> one of the greatest years ever on azeroth <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. How you doing, guys? Oh, I've got a boner. Oh, uh, dude, end of year boner. <laughs> you know what? They say if it has lasted more than four hours, well, it's lasted more than 364 days, my friend. Ooh. Why? Well, I, I thought it would have at least lasted, you know, like, what, 60 days since BlizzCon now? Mine has. Mine, mine has. Uh, I lady boner. What? Blizz boner? NYE lady boners. I think we have a show title. Boner con. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Do you think that's Archon. a real con? Uh, I think that's I called the AVN Awards. I don't want to Google search that because I'm afraid of the results. I'm Google searching it right now. <laughs> of course you would. I think it's called the AVN Awards. <laughs> Vegas, baby, yeah. <laughs> so we have got served up for you guys a ton of your own submissions, a ton of your fun and interesting and strange and wacky and inappropriate feedback. Uh, which is right in line with our show. Thank you very much for that. Um, and a number of what we'd like to start with, which are top 10 lists for the end of the year. Woohoo! Woo! Because everybody likes lists. Mmm, lists! The first one we've got is top 10 Legion features. Ooh, nice. A good uh, celebration of the things that we liked from Legion. Yeah. And these are in no particular order, by the way. In fact, I don't think... Any of our lists are in a particular order. Yeah, because oh, looking at these these copious show notes here, I imagine that for this, what would be number 10 on the show notes here is probably number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. let's get to that. All right, number one, world quests. How awesome are they? <laughs> uh, pretty awesome. As long as there's a good variety of them. I mean, I- I've been doing a whole bunch of world quests that that's the main way I get my artifact and power and stuff. I do a little bit of rating, but most of my AP is from world quests and uh, they are the best form of dailies that WoW has ever had. Hell yeah. yeah. I agree with that. And me too. I get everything I need from world quests and it gives me like an extra incentive to log in every day and, and do that. It, it gives me sort of like, I think the the way that you can pick and choose which one you want to do like especially now we're so far into legion where you can scroll over a world quest and you know see which one it is and know which one it is and be like eh, I don't want to do that one or yes I want to do that one because you barrels can do of it, like, fun fuck that I love that one <laughs> no, I, I actually do that one myself I know a, a few people who like hate the barrels one really so what you're saying is legion is the reason that doesn't rhyme <laughs> no it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, the flight whistle thingy. What's yes. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. So much yes. That is just one of the best additions to the game, hands down, period. If they had a flight whistle for every other continent in Azeroth, I would be a happy man. Me too. The Except- universal flight whistle, it, has, it would have to be Super Mario themed. 
Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, not Super Mario. It'd be uh, Legend of Zelda, the whole flute thing, right? The doo doo oh, yeah. the ocarina. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, it's it's been um, kind of a lifesaver and kind of sort of like uh, quelling the uh, insatiable anger of people who want to fly immediately in an expansion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's I don't mind being on a ground mount when I only have to be on a ground mount for actually questing and not traveling from questing place to questing place for like 10 to 15 minutes. It's uh, okay. Uh, small other game rant here. I, I don't know if you guys have heard this little game that I've been playing a lot of called Final Fantasy 15. Great no, game. Never heard of that. It's a great game. <laughs> but I spent half the fucking game driving in a car from place to place and it drove <laughs> me nuts. Oh, damn. What the fuck? So it was literally like driving you nuts. I wanted it was driving me nuts. I I needed that whistle in in that game. That's that's how much I missed my whistle in Final Fantasy. You missed your whistle. Honestly, it was a it's a it's a simple, elegant solution. That's a nice halfway point to the complaint. I have not felt like I needed flying at all. I've enjoyed the flight paths for once. the The longest ones are probably something from like Dollaran to like. Um, High Mountain Thunder Totem or something like that. I mean... The tip of High Mountain. I mean, you know, and those aren't even really that long. That's, you know. No. And there's enough flight points out there in the world that it's not, like, that long a journey from one place to another. Like, even if you want to go to, like, say, the northern end of Azuna or whatever like that, it's... You're not going to be too far... Using the whistle and then going to one flight point and then traveling from like the south end to the north end of Azuna isn't that long, so so Hell yeah. great time saver. I agree, and it's just been one like the the time that you're flying, you can pick up your phone, look at it, great, put it back down, you're there, it's all good. Watch some more YouTube videos of Ian Hazacostas. Yeah, we we know we know where you're going. <laughs> Stop he's knowing got, my life, Ro. He's got your number. <laughs> uh, number three, class halls. Except priest. <laughs> why except priest? Yeah, why? Because it's horrible. It's just so lame. Aww, My thoughts can't... on this are well documented, so I won't go too deeply into it, but it's it's a big room, and that that's it. We can't would... all have a mage class hall, I'm sorry. I See, think the warlock class hall is pretty nice myself. Nice, and that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at, is there are a lot of them that are really cool, and I, I understand, like, this is a subjective thing. There are probably plenty of people out there who think the priest hall is awesome, I am not one of them. <laughs> I decided to, to main priest this expansion and um, kept expecting some major change to happen to make the room like suddenly light up and be awesome or something, you know, and it just never came. It's just this really bland, really domish room. Domish? The end. It's kind of like a big dome with a couple of like alcoves off the sides. That's it. It's just unremarkable. Well, and then I, I went, you know, there's one part of your class hall quest that takes you to the paladin class hall. Thank you very much for showing me how awesome that is. And then it's like, you know, all cathedral-esque and stuff like that. I'm like, wait, I'm the priest. I'm the priest. So what Thorne is basically saying here, folks, is that the priest class hall needs more strippers. Yes. Thank you. See, this is why we have you on row, because you get it. I come up with all the big ideas. <laughs> you guys have strippers? Uh... It- I'm sorry, in the Warlock class hall, there's this one area where, and I kid you not, uh, there is this purple area with pillows and beds and poor <gasps> succubi. It, it's hot. 
Nice. Oh my god. That actually exists. I'm not even making Sold. this up. Uh, Sold. 2017 goals make a warlock. There you go. <laughs> Sexy profits. Um, number four, new Dalaran. I can dig it. It's beautiful. Yeah, There's I like it. So many things in it. Like, things. I'd just, say it's a big step up from Lich King Dalaran and an even bigger step up from Dalaran Crater, which I have died in many a time. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, I have a... <laughs> let me just... Let me just War- that mage <laughs> roulette, though. Here, go into this portal. Ah, oh, you motherfucker! Yeah, except um, I've got a loading screen sickness, so my loading screens take up to five minutes, which sucks. Ah, uh, hey... I ha- I have that too. My loading screen takes uh, like about two two and a half minutes. Uh, actually, um, one of the CMs, uh, good old Kyvax, uh, had mentioned Yay. that if you have a loading screen for Legion that lasts more than two minutes, you should submit a bug report about it because they're trying to figure out why the heck people are having long ass loading screens because that should not be happening. I figured it was my punishment for. I don't know, acting inappropriately at BlizzCon. Nah. <laughs> but it, seriously, if you have a long loading screen like that, if, and anyone listening does, they should submit a bug report because that ain't right. It's not right. But, uh, you know, you got to live with it. But uh, I had to go to Ancient Dalaran for uh, the Wintervale stuff. Yeah. And so I put on my Slowfall because you put that on preemptively when you're about to port yourself into the air in a crater. Um, but uh, my loading screen took too long. And oh, so I die. No. I die. <laughs> I die. So that's a huge reason why New Dalaran is one of the top ten things. Because it is not a crater where you will fall to your death. Absolutely. And uh, last night I was in Dalaran and I was just well, standing around and this little like gnome mage walked by. And it was an NPC and he was selling these like, I forget what they're called, but these little like five charge dealies. And you can light up the torches on the sides of buildings in Dalaran. Have you seen him? Yeah, do you know who he is in the lore? Who? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's the father of Kindy. Really? Do you know who Kindy was? Yeah, but... I do not. The gnome who was Jaina's apprentice who died in Theramore. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> she not died. The, not the death oh, part, nice. but yeah. <laughs> Spoilers! <laughs> but yeah, it's just cool little things like that just happening in Dell. Uh, number five, Demon Hunters! Dude, I, so cool. I would say yes if I had actually gotten off my ass and played one. The funny thing is I still, I rolled up a character with the name uh, Mallory because I took the letters of Realm, like in Realm Maintenance, and scrambled them and added an I cool. and hey, Mallory. Uh, nice. But haven't played her yet, haven't played her through the starting zone. I played the starting zone on the beta and it yeah. kicked ass, but... Uh, world quests, so many world quests to do on my, my main and my alt. I'm actually playing an alt, so I haven't gotten wow. around to playing a demon hunter yet. Uh, but that there's there's my wow New Year's resolution for 2017: play a damn demon hunter. Play a damn demon hunter. But really, um, that attests to uh, all the cool stuff in Legion that you can do. Like, there's so much cool stuff that it's hard to get through all of the cool stuff. Right. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six, the honor point system for Piva Paris. Yes, and and why is it you know about this? Because I've been PvPenising, PvP. I've been doing PvP. You can't even say it without the word penis in it anymore. Because <laughs> it's funny. PvPenis. 
Um, but yeah, as, as far as I know, it's a new system, like, cause how would I know otherwise? And, uh, it just, it gives you things to work, look forward to and to work towards as, as you move up the, the honor point system. And I just got a really cool new ability and I'm learning how to use it in PvP. That's so awesome. It's like a whole new side to your character. A whole new side. <laughs> I, I'm getting my honor points by using this item, which automatically completes world quests that are PvP related. Or, well, anything. What? Uh, oh, yeah. So, another thing. Warlocks get to cheat on world quests. What? Uh, what? It, so, another thing, true story, why it's cool to play a warlock. Uh, one of the improvements to your warlock class hall is you can summon an infernal once every 18 hours. And it's this item in your backpack that lets you summon the infernal. You go onto the map, you click a world quest spot. And boom, auto-completed. It's on an 18-hour cooldown. So I'll use that on all the the PvP world quests so I get free honor without even having to kill shit. Oh my god. That's awesome. I hate you. You know, honestly... Well, I'm a warlock. Of course you should hate me. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, honestly, those PvP world quests are pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. You should probably use use that on one of the world quests that's kind of more of a pain in the butt. Well, you can only use them on like the solo type ones you can't you can't ah. use the infernal on like group quest stuff Got so it. you can't you can't use it on the stuff that's going to give you big rewards it's basically it's it's something to do when like if you don't have a whole lot of time in your day and you want to save five or ten minutes on getting your four world quests done it's like boom click okay don't have to worry about that one that's, that's cool. amazing oh my god i had no idea oh yeah every class has its own little like quirks and special things that like some of the air classes can't do it's kind of cool <sighs> like warriors landing in out of the stratosphere slamming right? down at the flight point <laughs> that's so cool bam bam I say number six uh, or seven shit uh, artifact Math power system <laughs> <laughs> yes the artifact artifact power system I honestly really like I, I love the that everything you do gives you some more artifact power and then you trade all that in at certain milestones for new or improved abilities. I love it. I agree. I'm at level 24 artifact knowledge. I'm about to cap out on artifact knowledge. I want more. More, please. Grats, bro. Nice. Thank <laughs> Um, Number eight, uh, actually really, really dear to me, the uh, transmog closet. Yay! It's, uh, it's opened a, a like a, it's just, it's improved my, my, IRL life really it's just made me a happier person in general um, but I was horrified to discover that there are only 20 slots for outfits only oh, 20 man. only 20 this does not have enough slots <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here, getting folks. This. this does not have enough slots 2016 <laughs> hopefully that changes in 2017 number 9 the legendaries for everyone <laughs> Okay, so I, I actually find this a little controversial. So I, I want to ask you guys, deep question here. Ooh, so deep. If everyone gets a legendary, is it really a legendary? Yes. As long as it's not Sif who's a secret, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. <laughs> I keep hearing they're going to fix it. Okay, for anybody out there who's not in the know, just in case, because this is a, a recurring joke not only here, but a lot of other places... Sephu's Secret is a ring that, um, upon causing the loss of control um, by one of your actions to an opponent of some sort, um, outside of P- in PvE content, 
then you get a boost to stats and haste. Um, so it's a really nice boost. It's a solid boost. It's a good um, effect. But in order to get that effect, you have to have an opponent present, an enemy of some sort present that you can mind control, that you can stun, that you can do something to to cause them to lose control of themselves, even temporarily or momentarily. Now, think about how that works in a boss fight. As in, not usable. Yep. So that's the big, the biggest complaint. I mean, if ads come out, like you're just dying for those ad phases in boss fights because that's the only time that you can use it. Then if, if you're a priest like me, you're throwing out something like a mind bomb and boom, you've got your effect, um, which is great. But during all the rest of it, it's it's a stat stick, which again is nice. So um, I hear I hear you, Ro. Like as far as that's that's my one legendary. That's what I've had, you know, since well, I got a legendary. I have the Magnum great, Opus, which is like the, the second most uh, infamous one. It's the one that gives you a bubble uh, every like uh, 30 seconds and at, if you're a tank it's awesome tanks sure. love that one if you're a healer it's awesome and it's awesome that others have it because it means hey less healing for you to do if you're a dps and you get a bubble it's like oh hey i can use this when brawler's guild opens up again <laughs> which is soon and, and i mean Yay. i'll be happy to have this legendary once i get my ass in brawler's guild but right now it's like meh <laughs> i have two <laughs> nice Right? And number 10, regular dev Q&As. Aha. Okay, I, just, wonder, I, I wonder why this, why is this on the list? <laughs> well, because, you know, I get to see Ian Hesekostas regularly. Because um, we get such regular information, right, about the game and all these updates. But that's what I was going to say. Like, if you're not completely in love with Ian Hesekostas or Lord, because he's there too, um... It's it's actually it's it's really nice and I think that more games should do it and it, it makes you feel more connected to the game. It's uh it just like monthly updates, just like what Jeff Kaplan is doing with Overwatch. It it makes everything that goes on behind the scenes like more transparent. You feel like you're, you know, a part of what's going on, you're in the know. Um you can you can like you can ask questions sometimes, um, and they'll read your questions. And as long as they're like legible and constructive, they might actually pick your question. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's it's sort of like Blizzard bridging the gap even even more, you know, than they already do, which which seems impossible because you know they're so community oriented and stuff. And this this just makes it all the better. Sure, communication in Legion's been pretty decent, and I hope they keep that up next year. Absolutely. I'm, and I have a confession. Okay. I am in love with Lore's hair. <laughs> mm. You want to touch it? Yes. You want to feel that <laughs> on you? Well, uh, did you get a chance to ch- touch it last year? No. Uh, no. When we saw him at BlizzCon, Lore was very overwhelmed. So we just wanted to kind of mm, let true. him be. Because yeah, he just, just doing all that arena stuff. Yeah, and I mean, just everywhere he was going, he was just getting mobbed, and we just didn't want to add to that. Uh, so we thought we'd give him a little breathing room and just be really happy for him. So nice. Yeah, I mean, we said hi in passing, but we actually saw him like eight times. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Okay, so that's it for that top ten. Um, the next one we have uh, is one that we've actually been compiling for quite some time. It's top ten things heard in trade chat. Oh yeah. And uh, we're all going to take turns reading these. So I'm going to go okay. first. Uh, Thorn will go second. And Ro, you will go third. Are all you right. ready? Yeah. Okay. Number one. 
My mom is a tree, and I love her apples. Okay, this is wrong. No context there, by the way. No, not, no context on any of these, but trade chat, man. Number two, if Reaper was my main, I'd eat an entire can of SpaghettiOs and kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, I love to RP. Wrong server, lady. I love to swallow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that, ro- that rotated to become yours. Bro. I'm sure you are. <laughs> Uh, number four. So after being in- invited to our Skype channel on Moonguard, uh, to be fair, this was in general chat, not trade chat, but same thing. Um, he says, "Keep that invitation hot, if you know what I mean." Oh, we did I know. indeed. I, you did because I didn't. I don't know that. I means. know what he means. <laughs> I hope we get to uh, Skype with that guy someday. Uh, number five. I'm looking for my daddy. He's in me right now. What awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Solid answer. That's a daddy with an IE, not a Y. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> number six. I'm a grill IRL. This has a fucking penis, shitlord. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I was actually a part of that one. I was yeah, pretty proud. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, uh, here's one. Uh, number seven. Can I get a port to chat? You can suck my dick. No. <laughs> you you want a port to chat? <laughs> Can you not read the text? <laughs> I, uh, number eight. I heard you can get an STD from touching your own dick. Is that true? Uh, if you have very know. dirty hands, probably. <laughs> Ew. That was a trap, bro. Don't answer that question. She says, is it true? And it's STD related. Neither one of us has an answer for that, correct? I said probably. I have no freaking clue. <laughs> is, anybody, is anybody here a doctor? Uh, okay, number nine. Anyone want to hear some Chuck Norris facts? Fuck you, no. <laughs> Short and sweet. Sometimes it's the simplicity that makes it funny. Yes. Yep. Number ten. What if Zelda was a girl? Shut the fuck up, Ryan. Your mom doesn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ryan. <laughs> I'm sure that was his actual name. <laughs> All right. Chat. Hey, uh, guys. Yes? Yeah. Uh, I have some top tens, too. Oh, yeah? You want, you want yeah. to share them with us? Yeah, so, so I've got a top ten list, and uh, it's, I, I came up with this just a few hours ago. And, you know, one of the things that's great about Heroes of the Storm is all those sexy skins. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right now for you guys, uh, looking ahead to 2017, there have been plenty of fans everywhere who've been asking for certain skins. So here is the top 10 list of Heroes of the Storm skin requests. Oh, yes. Here we go. It's going to be good. Number 10, submitted by people in 4chan, Uh Invisible Bodysuit Nova. I mean, (laughs) this one's pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. Only one part is invisible. Okay, so where do you get these invisible bodysuits? Because people keep asking me to get one, and I can't find any. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine, and for the ladies, a male version of everyone's favorite blood elf mage, Kael'thas. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it. (laughs) I mean, a male Kael'thas would be great. Yes, it'd be a great addition. Kael'thas is already pretty as it is, so why not have a male version? (laughs) Uh... <laughs> Number eight, submitted by all them anime fans out there, Sailor Butcher. Yes! Fighting evil by Moonlight. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
Number seven, and this one is submitted by Warlocks Everywhere. I, I am the, the chairman of this committee. <laughs> Fellfire Ragnaros, because why the hell do you have Ragnaros and Heroes of the Storm? Uh, um, something made of fire, and you don't have green fire. Don't Blizzard, don't you get it? People need green fire in their lives. Would you have it's to true. go on like a like a quest to get it, though? Yes, uh, an epic quest. You would have to... Uh, it level every hero to level three at least, and uh, <laughs> play brawl until your ears bleed, and uh, a couple other random things, and fight some sort of raid boss in Heroes of the Storm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number six, Bodybuilder Arthas. No armor yes. or anything, just Bodybuilder Arthas, Speedo and everything. I, After all, <laughs> it, everyone does say, please buff Arthas, right? Get it! Oh man! <laughs> Number five, and this is for all you uh, crazy WoW lore nuts out there. Dreadlord Jaina. Yes, Jaina's obviously a Dreadlord. Am I right? Clearly. Well, then she doesn't really need a skin for it, right? I mean, she's already a Dreadlord, right? Nah, but you gotta have like the the, the wings and the the evil demonic eyes and the and the tail. That tail, though. Would she also be wearing an invisible bodysuit? Mm, maybe. <laughs> Alternate title for this skin. Ex-wife Jaina. Oh, <laughs> shit. Nice. He brought it there. All right. Number four. Now, this is a deep idea. Now, you guys know in Heroes of the Storm, we have like Mecha Dahaka and Mecha Tassadar and all these Mecha skins, right? Yeah. yeah. So I figure these Mecha heroes need a mechanic. So who better than number four? Mechanic Illidan, because <laughs> when these mechas get damaged, you know what Illidan says to them? What? You are not repaired. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's it. I quit. <laughs> I'm done. Can't podcast anymore. <laughs> uh, number three, female Diablo skin. Now, this is, this is real. I, okay, hold on record scratch music or a sound or something like that right, let's get real let's get let's get real here folks in diablo 3 diablo actually has a very feminine figure because True. of course she possessed uh diablo possessed leia and leia had boobs therefore diablo had to have uh boobs is that like love transitive property or something mm-hmm. i don't know definitely yeah uh, like that. but a female Diablo skin is something that Blizzard has actually promised we would get eventually. And they said, oh, they're working on it, they're working on it, and we haven't gotten it yet. And Blizzard, it's December 31st. This is the 20th <laughs> anniversary of Diablo. Do a favor for your fans, for your friends, for your loved ones, especially <laughs> for me. Please give us a Diablo with boobs. Because 2017 needs to start right. And a Diablo with boobs <laughs> is the way to do it. Agreed wholeheartedly. What if Diablo is a grill IRL? <laughs> hey. Yo, Diablo, show me your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, Heroes of the Storm skin request. This one is was submitted by the Lightning Balls podcast. What? Uh a, a skin for Chogal. <laughs> Who the hell would that be? <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, and uh, there's some like crayon drawings here and some notes. Apparently, uh, the dread orb ability for Costas would be replaced with this ability called lagging balls. <laughs> that sounds that like seems a great legit. ability. 
You know, yeah. the 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 ball just moves, travels a lot slower, but does a massive amount of damage. Yeah, or, this or not at all. Swing, uh, slinging those <laughs> lagging balls around, it's it could work. It could work. And number one, <laughs> number one, top ten heroes of the storm skin requests. Two words: dominatrix stitches. Yes. Oh, oh, baby. I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> Me too. I mean, oh, that, what a list, man! That was uh, great. All right, and, I see this next top ten list, and, and I think I'm going to have to allow myself to to, to step aside for a minute because I, I I don't want to insult anyone's followings and beliefs and stuff. <laughs> I just I wanted to include this because uh, I've had so many great memories this past year, and I just wanted to highlight a few of them. Okay, this is all you. Uh, this is my top ten sandwiches: one <laughs> vegan chicken salad, two vegan egg salad, three vegan pepperoni with mayo, lettuce, and mustard. Four, vegan salami with mustard. Five, hummus sandwich. Six, sweet chili heat Doritos with vegan cheese and mustard. Seven, vegan grilled cheese. Eight, veggie stuff from Subway. Nine, vegan turkey club. And ten, vegan BLT. What a list. It's a lot of V. Good. <laughs> well, you know I love the V. <laughs> uh-huh. And the I. And the H. Oh, what? Okay, what? Mo- moving on. Um, we, uh, we've had some interesting dreams this year. Uh, actually, I've had some interesting dreams this year. These aren't all yours, though, are they? Nope, they're all mine. Oh wow! <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do it like a like a uh, everybody can read these. So we'll just go. We'll take turns with this one for the uh, the top ten sexy wow related dreams. I'm sensing a theme in this podcast. Definitely. I think it's I think it's because Rose here. Yes. I was I was getting a little friskier. I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to take this opportunity to uh, publicly apologize for touching you so much at BlizzCon. For, for touching me so much? Yeah. Well, I mean, Thorn didn't get jealous, so it's all good. Well, he got jealous well, of me, you know, being able to. I was, I mean, to be fair, I was touching you a lot myself. Nah, I mean, it is true. I was being assaulted for both sides, so. Yeah, well, I mean. Well, you didn't put up a fight. <laughs> I really didn't. I mean, you, you give me four <laughs> screwdrivers and I'm, I'm pretty screwed after that. <laughs> <laughs> We even had him uh, eating vegan sandwiches. Yeah. Mm, sandwiches. <laughs> we, we made quite the sandwich at BlizzCon. Okay, top 10 <laughs> sexy WoW-related dreams. Number one, Khadgar is a sexy daddy and ports me to Pleasure Town. <laughs> this sounds like a, like a title to something. Like a, like a porno? Yeah. <laughs> okay, number two, everywhere is Goldshire and Moongard, and I'm the most popular night elf. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I'm always the jealous of the most popular like person in Goldshire at the time. Yeah, but that's usually the one who's like half vampire, half werewolf, and has three penises or something. Oh yeah, I guess I have a lot to live up to. I mean, how do you compete? Right, you can't. Uh, number three, mirror images last as long as I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, number four. <laughs> I get my legendary staff, and it's more than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Every spell I cast gives me a massive erection. That was an interesting dream. Especially number since s- you don't have a penis. Sure I don't. <laughs> sure I don't. Wait a minute. Lady boner. Uh, mm-hmm. Number six. I'm a demon hunter, and not only can I double jump, but I can also double penis. <laughs> what is that? 
mean? So many peni in this episode, guys. <laughs> I mean, it's lagging balls. <laughs> um, just, um, you know, uh, Google it, or there's a nice uh, Reddit uh, uh, AMA about the dude with the two penises. It's interesting. Really? Yeah. Check it out. Number seven. World boss has more tentacles than our raid group bargained for. <laughs> Full-on anime. <laughs> Number eight. BGs are actually giant violent orgies and located in Alterac Valley. Alterac Legit. Valley <laughs> would be located in means all Means only the allies will win every orgy. Yep. <laughs> Number nine. The underbelly in New Dalaran is actually a highly stylized 90s looking sex dungeon with silk pillows and floral wallpaper. And Hot. Uh, wicker um, like chairs and desks. That was <laughs> a weird one. Um, <laughs> hey, you guys are like my age. Do you remember Red Shoe Diaries? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the softest of the soft core. But it was like the only soft core available as a kid. Yeah. Like, yes. It was, yeah, it was hot for, you know, being oh my available. Oh, God, I'm seeing boobs without nipples. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and number 10. My hidden artifact appearance is literally a penis. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what happens when you play WoW and then go to sleep. And that's a great list. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I, I'm going to make a request here. Okay. Uh, I see in the notes that uh, I have a second top 10 list, and I do, but can we save it for next to last? Because we course. should definitely, we should end it the way you guys are ending it. But I want to be next to last. <laughs> Absolutely. One. All right. Um, okay, so let's move on to top 10 BlizzCon moments. And this one was really hard because there are so many amazing moments. Mm-hmm. But um, you're here, Rose, so you can you can give us some of your favorite moments as well. Uh, so let's see. I'll think of three. One of them was, uh, duh, meeting you guys. IRL. Good answer. Freaking awesome. You, you guys are amazing people. And you, you were one of the highlights. There were a lot, there were a lot of people that I got to meet for the first time. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah. That's and, amazing. uh, it's the kind of ties into one of your moments, uh, on the list here. Cause, uh, we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but, uh, so there was that there was, let's see what else. Oh yeah. Um, being the first person at the Warcraft Q and A, hell yeah! <laughs> That's actually number five. Seeing Ro on the big screen during the WoW Q and A, yay! Yeah, I, I th- didn't. That, that was pretty cool. That's, I had no idea that was happening, and I was just sitting there, and then there you were, and all the screens, and I was like, <gasps> <laughs> I, I had no idea it was happening till about a few hours beforehand. So. Really? Yeah, it was oh, pretty that crazy. is so cool. You should have told me. I was like halfway through one of those uh, <laughs> pita hummus chip deals and i was sitting next to two guildmates and i just about like dropped it and choked <laughs> thanks for almost Why? killing me uh and then i'd say number one was just the the chance to I, i've been doing this podcasting stuff for four years and for the first time ever i got like a legit in a cubicle room interview with a, a member of the wow team and that was super freaking awesome and it is my hope that you guys are somehow able to get a wow interview much sooner than four years i mean a little a little bit of talking you get ian has Acostas in the room with you two next year right i mean he already said that he'd give us a bumper so nice i know that was so great of him i'm gonna ask him out for coffee and sandwiches 
sandwiches, huh? Don't forget the sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, we're so glad that you got that row. Like, you freaking deserve it. Definitely, man. Well, the, to be fair, there's a... One of the things about, like, this community the podcast community and stuff is there's a ton of freaking wow podcasts out there and honestly it i wish everyone had the chance to get that kind of opportunity and stuff because uh, a lot of people like love this game and put in a lot of work into making their podcasts and stuff like that so you know if i don't get an interview next year but a whole bunch of other podcasts do that haven't gotten one before then that's awesome But you should get one, though. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> uh, I'll do a Hearthstone or Diablo interview. But leave nice. the Warcraft interviews for other shows. What a guy. So okay. So given that context, thank you, bro, for those. This is yes. uh, top 10 BlizzCon moments uh, from Lagging Balls. Um, in, in no particular order. Um, our four-hour IHOP stop. Uh, we went to IHOP, <laughs> and oh my god, it took ages it was thankfully the end of the night. The food was not worth it. I'm sorry, I hopped. The customer <laughs> service was terrible, wasn't it? Well, yeah. They were left left something to be desired. Yes. Uh, you know what? My visit to IHOP, like it was my second year to doing BlizzCon, and IHOP took about three and a half hours. So yeah, I will never again do IHOP. Denny's is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, it was just so long. I mean, we had two of our guildmates and their friend, and. You know, they had a curfew, and we made them very late by choosing to go there. It's like, you go to BlitzCon, you hang out with these older guild mates, quote-unquote, and they keep you out till, like, 2 in the morning at IHOP. It's like, sorry, Mom and Dad. Yeah, it's not our fault. Not our fault. Uh, number, uh, well, the next one on the list, uh, the Hilton Parties. Yes. So it's, many good ones. On On some level, like, I think... This is going to sound terrible and awesome, but I think I enjoyed the parties even more than the actual con in a way, you know? No, it it's, that doesn't sound bad at all. I've always said that if if I somehow, if I don't get a BlizzCon ticket or if I don't get, you know, like a media pass or something to BlizzCon, I'm still, you know, very likely going to Anaheim next year regardless of that fact because the parties and just meeting other people and stuff like that, that's more than half the fun of BlizzCon right there. Absolutely. Us too. Like, if we don't get tickets this year, we're still going. Next on the list, the amazing panels. Well, hell yeah. There were so so many. many. I mean, it's, it's, that sounds incredibly generic, but there were so many good panels, uh, which is to be expected. And they're obviously talking about things that we care about. It is BlizzCon. It's about Blizzard games. We're all there for those reasons. Um, But even the ones where, you know, we kind of went just to kind of check it out and kind of test the water. Like, is this going to be interesting? They were amazing. Every single one of them was amazing. <sighs> um, being around other Blizzard fans. I mean, that goes back to the parties uh, conversation. And, yeah, and, and just meeting. standing around and looking at all these people wearing Blizzard shirts and cosplaying. And, you know, you, you can see, like, guilds dressed the same and, and, and meeting for the first time. And, like, every conversation that you can hear that you're eavesdropping on is about Blizzard and you understand what they're saying. And it's just, it's just like finding your people. Totally. What do you mean your people? <laughs> what do you mean your people? <laughs> uh, our Lyft driver gave us a link to his uh, mixtape. <laughs> I think he, he described it as like rap country and it's called yeah. one stop shop. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember his, his uh, artist name? I forget. The cowboy or something like that. Yeah, the cowboy. 
He's, he's like, like an Indian guy dressed like a cowboy. It was awesome. It's like, you guys the country? It's like, no. <laughs> Only in Anaheim, baby. Yeah, seriously? <laughs> yes. I think the answer is yes. Yeah, I guess it was. Uh, and then we, as we mentioned, seeing Ro on the big screen during the WoW Q&A. That was amazing. You look it up there, buddy. Uh, Thanks. Meeting Ian Hazakostas. How's, how'd this get Three on times. Oh, three times. Three times. I only got to meet Randy the Deluxe. Or Randy Jordan Kyvax, formerly the Deluxe. But wasn't, that, but wasn't that a hell of a meeting, though? I was, was actually a present for that. And like just seeing you two talk to Randy and stuff like that, this was like, I think, what was it? Saturday night, I yeah. think, after most of the stuff had been done. And it's just, it was awesome to have some time just to, to chat with him about a whole bunch of random things and stuff. It, it was very relaxed and chill. And I mean, it was like you guys had been talking for months. I, I didn't feel relaxed until though. I was very scared. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. See, that's funny because I wasn't at all. He he made me feel so comfortable. Like it, oh, yeah. the he, way you described it is like you know it. It felt like we were old friends meeting up again. I just get starstruck as fuck. Well, that was still that was my starstruck moment. So definitely the first part of that, I was just like, yeah, like the first time I met Ian. I I liked the one of the things like kind of related to this was. When I introduced you guys up close and personal with Scott Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> tripping balls. <laughs> yes, that tripping ball, trip balls demo was great. It's still one of the best bumpers for the show. It, I think it is the best. Uh, just, he's like, is that right? And everybody's like, no. <laughs> no, but it's perfect, Scott. Yes. That's exactly you. <laughs> and then the third part of the same item is meeting community badasses like you, Ro. Yeah. Ah, uh, thanks. You, but you, so- you give me too much credit. Well, but but I mean, you know, as you mentioned, there were just so many. I mean, the the sheer volume. I mean, and meeting all of the other shows that we listen to and love, and all the other shows that we support and and that support us, and so many of them were there. So many more weren't there that we're hoping will be there in 2017 that we'll hopefully get to meet there as well. Um, it's just that that community part. Um, I had heard in previous years other shows talk about that as the prevailing experience at BlizzCon, and now I finally understand it. I feel like you guys were surprised a bit by how many people recognized uh, you from like the show and stuff like that. And are like, oh, yeah, I know your show. That was really surprising because <laughs> yeah. you don't see us, you know. What do we look like? We are voices know. floating in the. Well, you did together. have some of the most awesome buttons ever made at a BlizzCon. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we did. Those <laughs> cheap ass buttons. <laughs> <laughs> this handmade every single one of those. It was great. so good. They all have secret messages on the back, by the way. So, Secret messages. Secret sandwiches. Messages. Oh. Okay, next on the list, the hype of the Heroes of the Storm semifinals and championship matches live with the Lords of the Storm and a variety of other Heroes content creators. It was just nice. awesome. I didn't experience that because I was out with Ian Huskostas. <laughs> out with? Outside. You got something to tell me, Fist? Outside. <laughs> Were you having sandwiches? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the sheer awesomeness of the opening ceremony, both because of all the awesome announcements and just the massive hype of all of the Blizzard fans in one big room, and then having to squeeze out all in the same direction with them at the same time after it was over. It's just so good. And then announcements like Sombra, where everybody went wild, and you know just the energy in the room and the reactions to things. Oh, it's just great. Yeah, that somber reveal. I, one thing I've always said is one of the special things about BlizzCon is just that electricity that 
feeling of hype and stuff during the opening ceremony, and I think it was at its peak during the whole somber cinematic. It was great. Hell yeah. The hype, if you will, was palpable. Yes. <laughs> more, pal- more palpable than any lack of uh, body deodorant from the masses. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also real. <laughs> I love indeed, that indeed. geek stink. Ugh. And uh, honestly, expected and not minded. No, not minded. That's all good. And then finally, meeting some of our guildmates for the first time in person. So shoutouts to Understand, to Captain Xanadu. Callouts to the rest of you punks for 2017. We are doing the guild house. Get your plans in order. It's happening. Toga. 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 Um, for anybody who doesn't understand, next year we're going to try to get a house with a backyard and a pool. And we're going to try to have a party. So <laughs> but stay tuned, I guess. So yeah. All right, so it's good to it's good to do that little BlizzCon recap because that for me was the highlight of 2016. The whole thing. I mean, it's quite the event. Something we've been meaning to go to for years, so it's nice to finally do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Top 10 Overwatch skins. And these are debatable. Yes, yes. So open to discussion. Um, bring it up as we go. Uh, number one, Scavenger Diva. This, you're a big diva fan. Well, she's my main. I yeah. I my favorite diva skin of all time is just the classic pink one, but I do love Scavenger Diva. Fair enough. Ro, do you play Overwatch? I do. Of course he does. Okay, good. So chime in with any any opinions there. Uh, number two, Nihon Genji from the Summer Games. I I have a special place in my heart for this one just because I was able to get this one and Brian Holinka, Mister Wow PVP guy, did not, Ooh. and he was quite oh. upset with me. Get some Olinka. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't get it either, but it's it's one of my favorites from the summer games. So so crisp and clean, so fresh and so clean, clean, clean. Uh, Okami Hanzo, the White Wolf. Yes, Agreed. great yes. alt. Doggos. Ugaru ga tiki ha doggo. No, that's not. That's how it goes. Doctor Junkenstein. Best Junkenstein. Yeah, it's just. Too good. And it reminds me of the awesome, uh, what are we going to call that? Dr. Jugginstein's Revenge thingy? That was good. The thing. The, the thing with the instance? Stuff. Yeah, the, the thing where I learned how to aim on Soldier. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Uh, Hippity Hop Lucio. I have to contest on this one. I like the hockey ones better because. You would, you would, Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll play yeah. Lucio a heck of a lot. It's cool, you know. That's fine. I'm, I'm mostly main him. I'll take care of that, Ro. I'll, I'll heal you. You do okay. the killing. <laughs> um, American McCree because America, America. And then uh, I put it as kind of a second here, the Scrooge skin because that's newer and so good. I like the Mick Scrooge, but anything that McCree <laughs> wants to wear is awesome or not wear it. I'm your Huckleberry. He needs an un- invisible bodysuit as well. Yes, please. <laughs> invisible bodysuit, McCree. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually just all the details. It's it's only the bodysuit portion, so it's only his torso. Everything else. Yeah, you gotta have is the boots visible. and the hat. <laughs> yeah. No poncho though. No poncho. <laughs> <laughs> Stop laughing. Continue. Mm. No poncho. No uh, abominable May. This is one of the two Yeti themed. Oh skin. yeah. I like them because there's like a, a single feather on top of her hat. It just seems really adorable. Okay. Um, number eight is Witch Mercy. Yes. 
Listen, if you, <laughs> was quicker than that one. If yes. you look up Overwatch porn, there are so many Witch Mercy porns. Oh, yeah? I mean, I heard. I heard that. <laughs> heard about it. You're just, you're envious of Witch Mercy booty, admit it. <laughs> Witch Mercy booty. Which, which mercy booty? Which, I don't know which one. <laughs> that mercy booty. And then uh, frostbite Farah. Yes, mm, good one. Oh hell yeah, that's oh I love it. Just got that out of loot crate uh, yesterday, which was amazing. Congrats. Pumpkin Reaper. Mm-hmm. Don't so, have that one. Done. Yeah, from the Halloween events. Yeah. Uh, really good. Got lucky on that one uh, from a loot crate as well. Uh, yeah, me too. Number eleven, Coldheart Reinhardt. Which is the Reinhardt skin. That's the one nice. I use when I play Reinhardt. Nice. It is really cool. Number 12, Junkenstein's Monster Roadhog. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just such a good, solid skin. Very. Yeah. I mean, I like the Rudolph skin for Roadhog as well, but Junkenstein is just so, you know. Yeah, I'd say that was the best one. Uh, number 13, Daredevil Soldier 76. This is the full body suit, white, uh, with the weird hair and the big mustache. <laughs> I like his classic skin. Maybe the black one or the green one. Oh. I just think it's so ridiculous. In fact, I got it and I was so happy about it. But then I kept getting owned because it's very highly visible. Yes. Um, so I was like, all right, I need to put this away. I need to earn it. <laughs> get, get good, scrub. And yeah, then, get then good, you can then use you can the daredevil. Uh, number 14, the Los Muertos uh, Sombra skin. This is yeah, the painted face, mohawkish. It was when uh, she was in Los Muertos. Los Muertos. Los Muertos. Number 15, Vampire Symmetra. I'm going to say that's Symmetra's second best skin. I like the gold one the best. The gold one? Why is that? It just looks really clean and and kind of fancy. And I, I that's what I associate with Symmetra. Clean nice. and fancy. Clean and fancy. Yeah. And, uh, and a little bit haughty. And pissed off. Pissed the hell off. Number 16, Santa Clad Torbjorn. Six, wait. This this top ten thing I number did a long sixteen time ago. of the top ten Overwatch skins <laughs> is Santa Clad Torbjorn. Okay, yeah, because he comes with a little reindeer thingy. Yeah, his yeah. reindeer um um turret. Yeah, it's cute. And he's dressed like fucking Santa. He's a little Santa. Short, we knew somebody fat. was gonna be Santa. Yeah. Number seventeen, Jingle Tracer. You love that one way too much. I do. It's so cute. Number eighteen, Huntress Widow. Which one's that one? That's the um, Victorian style dark. Oh, yeah. It's got like the cool jacket and the high boots. That one's good. It's a solid one. It's a, it's an original skin. Uh, not even like a special event one, but it's just so good. Has Widowmaker got any like newer skins lately? I do not believe mm, she has. No. I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, but she had a bunch up front. So she had all these. She had the noir skin that came with the Origins edition. You know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, number 19, Yeti Winston. Yep. Yep. So good. <laughs> Bones for rockets, hell yeah. Dude, so hell cool. yeah. And just a big furry ass. You would go there, wouldn't <laughs> you? Badass, though. Badass. <laughs> uh, number 20, Weightlifter Zarya from the Summer Games. I like Cybergothka Zarya. She doesn't care. Nobody understands her. <laughs> Cybergoth. <laughs> the industrial Cybergoth Zarya. Yeah. Nice. And number 21 of the top 10 Overwatch skins, <laughs> Nutcrackers and Yada. Nut Yada! Because oh. he got, he's got legging balls all around his neck. Got nuts. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. I have a question for you, though, Thorn. What's that? 
What the hell do you have against Dana and Bastion, man? Um, I just didn't think that they had particularly um, standout-ish skins. Best Bastion skin, Wiscon okay. skin. What? That is a good uh, one. Well, I was going to say Steambot Bastion, the steampunk one. Is oh, see, good. that's a good one. Yeah, you're right. But Anna, I have to agree. Anna's skins are kind of meh. They're just very... Like, I'm waiting for, like, the young Anna skin or something like that. There's yeah. nothing, a young like, Anna skin. What? There, uh, yeah, there, there is, is a young there Anna is skin. There is a young Anna skin, but it's not that... I don't know. It, it, it's, it's not sexy mad. enough. Well, it doesn't need not to be sexy. Ass, it, just needs to be, <laughs> it just needs to be something different. They're all just... They're such a close variation of the same thing. I mean, the Halloween one is kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because that kind of glows and had the, like the, the mask, the, right? The scary, mace, the scary face mask, yeah. That's right. So if one of those would have been on the list, that would have been the one. Okay. I was just thinking, there are 23 heroes. I'm looking at this list. And it's like, well, this top 10 list looks like every Overwatch hero in alphabetical order, yeah. except Anna and Bastion. I'm sorry. Way to go. Well, you know, when I was building the list, I was going alphabetical, and I was skipping characters that I didn't feel had a significant skin, <laughs> you know, and then and you're totally right. And then I ended up not doing that. And just hoping nobody noticed. Is that it? Yeah, but Ro is too clever for that. Ah, gotcha. As, all right. as are all of the Anna and Bastion mains out there who... Um, notice that and to whom I must apologize. Man, you're going to be on the wrong end of a play of the game with Bastion in his fucking turret form. One of <laughs> I swear to God. So I uh, believe it's time for another row top 10. Oh, yes. And I, I've been waiting for this one. So when, when I first told them that, hey, I'll, I'll do this show with you guys. Sure. This is the first <laughs> top 10 I came up with. And I had to save the best for last uh, for me here. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, here are the top 10 signs that Fist is obsessed with WoW game director Ian Hascostas. No. <laughs> Ian, if they you're listening. They do not have these in the show notes. They are, going to, <laughs> they are going to hear these for the first time without any preparation. Oh, God. Ian, if you're listening, I'm just so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Number 10, weekly pilgrimage to Cthulhu in a Q40. <laughs> this might be a real thing i take it Shh. have you seen my bathroom though oh yes i have yeah. <laughs> number nine made reservations for blizzcon 2017 while flying home from last year's blizzcon <laughs> <laughs> i would have if i wasn't so sick and crying and scared <laughs> number was- eight started playing overwatch because she thought Watcher Dev was McCree and she wanted to be his Huckleberry. <laughs> no wonder I like McCree so much. <laughs> and that's literally the quote you brought up earlier. Mm-hmm. Huckleberry. I listened to the show. I've heard her say this many times. Come on, guys. Damn. You think I'm not a baller? Come on. Now. Yeah, baller. He's like right. the biggest baller. Oh, man. <laughs> Number seven. Not only is she a member of the Ian Hazacostas fan club, she's also its president. and there's no other members allowed (laughs) (laughs) i bet um number six uh this started taking courses as a pilot so she too can help others fly (laughs) Uh, number five can spell hazacostas correctly backwards in french with one hand tied behind her back and both eyes closed. Nice. I nice. mean, no, I can't. Yeah, what do you mean? 
<laughs> okay, number four. True story here, folks. True story. I added True. this in. Fist DM'd me today and said, and I quote, OMG, dude, he's been off Twitter for a month today and I miss him so bad. <laughs> crying face, crying face, crying face, crying face. <laughs> That actually happened. That was supposed <laughs> to be fun. <laughs> Come on now. You, you know it had to be fair game once I saw that. It's, 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 I had That's to. amazing. <laughs> number three. Number three. If you call him Ian has a Costa, she will fucking kidney punch you. <laughs> I will straight up kill a bitch. <laughs> you gotta learn this shit. Uh, number two. And perhaps my favorite. Bought an Afro wig so she could role play as Laura to have regular <laughs> Q and A's with Thor. <laughs> I'd be like, so uh, we've got our next question. Uh, so Ian, um, uh, what are you doing later? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> Them A's though. Um, and, and then finally, the number one reason. God. Fist is obsessed, or number one sign that Fist is obsessed with game director Ian Hazacostas. Three words: Cthulhu Tramp Stamp. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you did you pull down my pants a little at BlizzCon? Because <laughs> I, I mean, you were a little drunk. You bent over to to fit to pick up something. I, uh, it was happen. during one of your many handstands. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> I would too, though. I mean. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't. <laughs> Shit. What a right. list. Okay, and for those of you playing at home, we have mentioned show notes here. Um, so Ro was clever enough to give us 10 items in a list called Top 10 Ian Hazacostas Moments that were all, you know, legit Ian Hazacostas Moments that are not any of these. So he's not lying when he says that we have not heard these and we do not know what they were. What the list he <laughs> gave us and put in our show notes. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think I, I'm sorry. I got yeah, that wrong. wrong. Um, this was this list of top ten Ian has a ghost this moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote right. a list. But but this is what this draw. Yes. See if 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 I read this now, I'm gonna look straight up crazy. Uh, maybe you should skip this one. Or I could read it. Okay, read it. Top ten Ian has a ghost <laughs> moments. One, the Q and A January wore a blue polo shirt. Mm. Two, his interview at Gamescom in August. Three, liking my tweets. Because I like what <laughs> uh, Four, that Q&A in October where he wore a t-shirt. Number five, the time I met him outside the Anaheim Convention Center BlizzCon. Number six, the time I met him outside the Hilton at BlizzCon. Number seven, the time I met him inside the Marriott Hotel lobby. At BlizzCon. Uh, at, at BlizzCon. Uh, eight, wearing a cute wad sweater in the uh, November Q&A. Uh, number nine, hosting the WoW Q&A BlizzCon. And number ten, uh, wearing the classic Legion peen shirt in the December Q&A. Legion peen? Oh, oh. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> he knows it looks like a dick, but he wears it anyway. <laughs> you gotta admire that Solid about somebody. You just uh, being so confident in yourself that you can don't you can just wear a shirt that kind of resembles a penis. Fair enough. And um, on that happy note, and toward that end of things, if you will, our final top ten list. The top ten asses in Heroes of the Storm. The most important top ten of this show. Right. We had to end on a high note here. Uh, Brenda, <laughs> submitted by a friend of the ho- uh, the podcast, my boy Archives, former shot caller of our Heroes t- team, Seems Legit, which is now Seems Le Dead, for it, is, it no longer exists. But <laughs> uh, Okay. Number ten, Tyrande. Number nine, Nova. Number eight, Kerrigan. If you can get past the blades. 
Number seven, Li Ming. Number six, Vala. I, I feel a, a certain gender pattern going on here. Well, it is, you know, top ten asses, you know. Number five, Jaina. Number four, Sonya. Number three, Tracer. Number two, our war chief, Sylvanas. Mm-hmm. And number one, Chogal. Okay. Badass, though. So I'm, I'm looking at it right now. It's hypnotizing. Oh I'm gosh. looking at it as well. So he has two... No, he has one ass, right? Yes. With two heads. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, I think the only... Presumably, the only thing he has two of is heads. I don't know about that. Well... But what, but what do I know? I mean, I don't really play hot. So. I mean, he at least has three heads, right? And, and at least that ass is on display with that wrap. It's like a sumo wrap, right? It like goes around his waist, and then it just straight up thong. It's a thong. That thong, 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 thong. <laughs> so it's like a truck, truck, truck. That's like what? What? <laughs> what? 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 Chogal, move, move that butt. butt. But, but. Think of singing again. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for our top 10 list. Ro, thank you for making our top 10 list look stupid in comparison. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. You guys had some good ones. No, they're spectacular. Yeah, you're just... I mean, should you... Should you? Maybe you should, like, do, like, a regular top 10 list on one of your many podcasts. And I say many because you recently have a new show, don't you? Uh, yeah, so I have Realm Maintenance, which is, you know, that podcast for finding podcasts for all sorts of other Blizzard games, and instead of doing that every week, I'm going to be doing that every other week in 2017, but when I'm not doing Realm Maintenance, uh, what do you have when you don't have Realm Maintenance? You have Rolling Restarts, right? So, hence the Rolling Restart (laughs) podcast. It's going to be a a WoW podcast. It's about 20-30 minutes long, and I'll have like a rotation of regular co-hosts. We'll just pick a topic about WoW and, and talk about it and go off on tangents and stuff. It's Ian very relaxed, very casual, and nothing you know high budget. You know, it's I'm not not gonna have all the bells, clicks, and whistles. But fuck, guys, I like Warcraft and I like talking about WoW once in a while. And hell yeah, I, yes. I, I wanted to give some more time to talking about WoW. So yeah, check out the Rolling Restart. You can. Find it on Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play already, and should be up on iTunes pretty soon. Kick ass. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, I was excited about it. You gave me a button for it at BlizzCon, and I've been wearing it on my code ever since. And I'm like, nice. when's this going to happen? Everyone's like, what's now that? You know. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Something with a Warcraft logo on it and arrows and shit. It's probably going to be great, but I mean, hell, I don't know. But yeah, that's so exciting. And I, like, I love when you talk about WoW, so... I'm gonna listen. Nice, thank you. Like regularly, like bi-weekly. Nice. I I love doing things bi-weekly. Me too. (laughs) Okay, so we're gonna move on to uh, some emails that were sent. Um, The first one is from Cinder, and we all know Cinder. She is the co-host of Battletagged and Reigns of Azeroth, and uh, we love her around here. She's just, you know, you know, you get those like there's some people who are just like. You really, really... What's the word I'm looking for? Love? You love them? We love Cinder. And she sent us a great email, so I'm going to read it thusly. It says, Hello, gorgeous people. It's a million fucking degrees here, and I'm not feeling very festive at all. I'd say I have my cranky pants on, but I don't have any pants on because it's too fucking hot. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Pics were not included, unfortunately. Uh, She says, okay, now that you have that awful image in your mind, not awful, by the way, uh, here are some questions for you both for your NYE show. And I guess all three of us can answer these. So the first question is, 
How do you guys stay so awesome all the time? And by that I mean, how do you keep your energy up for your shows even when you're feeling like shit? Ro, do you have any thoughts on this? Um, honestly, when doing a podcast with other people and stuff and being a guest on our show, I it, energy is infectious, so if the people I'm doing a podcast with are, are high energy and a good mood, I can't help but be in that good mood also. It, mm-hmm. That's really what it is for me. But uh, what about when you're by yourself and you're just like so tired and you're like, I want to do this. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I not every I've had some weeks where I've had some off weeks and stuff. Everyone has their like mm-hmm. off shows and off weeks and stuff like that. But, you know, I just um getting real and serious here when it, when I do a podcast and stuff I just remind myself that you know I'm doing this because this is something I enjoy doing it's if you if you're doing a podcast episode and you feel like you're doing it because well I didn't put out my podcast for this week yet if it feels like it's a job then stop fucking doing it or take a week off or something like that just do the podcast because hell you want you want to talk and you want to hear people listen to your voice even if it's only a few people it's a, yeah. i mean i started doing realm maintenance because i love podcasts and i wanted to talk about podcasts and thought people would want to hear me talk about podcasts and, and there you go so it, it's it's a little selfish but it's just it's all about having fun man Absolutely. And you're so right. Um, also, uh, uh, energy drinks help. Um, taking right. a nap before. Um, sometimes uh, I watch um, YouTube videos or listen to podcasts with uh, personalities who are really upbeat. And I guess that, that kind of uh, uh, lends to what you were saying. About I love being Cox. On podcast. I mean, Jesse Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Cox is one of my favorite podcasters. He does uh he used to do uh wow stuff, but now he does uh this he does YouTube videos and he does the co-optional podcast with uh Dodger and Toll Biscuit. But yeah, I can't get me enough Cox. Have I said that <laughs> on the show? Yet? I was I was about to say I knew it, but yeah. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, and and yeah, you're right. Like if if you're if you're having an off night, don't record that night. Like if you're not pressed for time or anything like that, just don't do it. Uh, there's been a lot of times here at LB where you know we'll we'll start doing it and neither of us have any energy at all and we just have to not do it. Like there's nothing you can do unless you can like take a run around the block or something. Just don't do it. Yeah, that- we've had hype sessions. Um, we've put on funny videos like you like you mentioned. Sometimes we will put on like a hype song and just jump around and just get the energy flowing um, because you can you can be. You know, to your point, Ro, you can be excited about this and you can have plans and you know, you of all people know how much work goes into these episodes yeah. before you can actually start pressing press record and actually start laying anything down, banging on wax, as the kids say. Um, before you get to any of that, there's all kinds of preparation and research and writing and things like that. So sometimes you go through that whole process and you're just drained of energy by the time it's time to turn around and actually record. So you know, aside from putting it off or, or doing it another day um, or even stopping to take a nap or something like that, sometimes it's just a matter of like, okay, let's let's get the juices flowing, you know, let's get up, let's do some, let's do some, you know, theater warm-ups, you know, let's <laughs> slap each other in the face a couple times, you know. <laughs> let's resort to violence. Let's eat some sandwiches. Yes. Yes, no. sandwiches. That makes me really tired. Also, um... <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, do not fap before recording. It makes you sleepy. <laughs> Pro tips. Pro tips. Don't do it. Oh, um, man. Uh, right. Uh, number two. Um, 
what is something in game that's not there anymore that you miss? That's a good question. I got an answer for this easy. What is it? Treasures of the Troves of the Thunder King Treasure Room scenario for Miss Pandaria. Damn it, I want my treasure room back. <gasps> to, be, to be fair, the the whole withered army training is pretty cool and pretty awesome, and it reminds me a lot in some ways of the treasure room, but that treasure room was so much fun and I want another one. Oh dude, you are so fucking right about that. It's good answer. Just going into a room with potential like treasure and just like I love opening treasure chests because you never right? know what's inside and it's just like a whole room and it was wonderful oh my god I I was doing that in mop on the worst computer ever so I was just lagging balls the whole time and I could hardly get anything but it's still so exciting yeah um, I got the 10 golden treasure chest achievement like three weeks before they got rid of uh, that whole thing oh my Damn. god grats I got <laughs> Um, mine is buffs. I miss buffs. <laughs> <laughs> I like buffs. I just, I do, I just, I, I don't know. It made me feel like I was helping, you know? As a mage, I'm just like, hey, he's mint. I used to like to throw buffs on, on lobies, like people who run around questing. Yeah. Like if somebody helps you out with something, you throw a buff on them or whatever, or you just pass somebody out in the wilderness and you buff them. I would it's- dismount myself in passing of a lobby to buff them with like Blessing of Kings or something just to yeah. help along their way. I, I I wish, I hope that like WoW uh, brings something back like that. Maybe not something that's like so seriously uh, like raid oriented, maybe just something something nice that you can do for another person that you see, mm. you know, just to just, just sort of like... I don't know. I, I just thought about this. The Brawler's Guild is coming back, you know, really soon in 715. And, like, one of the things I loved about Brawler's Guild is you'd have a whole group of people there and they would, like, buff each other so that they'd be able to take on the, the Brawler's uh-huh. Guild bosses better. And that's oh, going right. to be missing. I'm going to be kind of sad about that. Yeah, it's 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 a sign of, like, friendship, solidarity, and goodwill, you know? And I think that, I think WoW should bring something back like that. I agree. I agree, too. Thing I miss the most, um, I think I've said before on our show at some point, is the battle for the Undercity. Yeah, this was I the, wish they made that a, like a t- uh, scenario, like a Caverns of Time scenario or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and this this has a special place for me because Wrath of the Lich King is when I started playing the game, and this was one of the first times at the um, um, Angrathar the Wrathgate after you be- you finish that that whole quest line and scenario. Then you join Thrall and Sylvanas in retaking the Undercity for the Horde. And it is just such a great and epic experience to be running side by side with those leaders of the Horde. And there have been so many more instances of this happening since then. Uh, but for me, this was the first major one. And it's it's in, um, you know, that the Wrathgate is in Dragonblight. So, you know, this is the high 70s when 80 was the top level. So, you know, I'd have the entire... The entirety of the leveling experience, I was close to the end here, working really hard on that. Uh, and this was one of the most immersive experiences that was so lore-oriented and so empowering. And um, just the first time that I got to be in action with these other two titans of the Horde. Um, and then also, you know, fight side by side with them almost as an equal. Um, and then be buffed like hell so you could actually survive the damn thing. Um, but it was just such a great experience and so memorable to me. I only did it the one time. Um, but to this day, it still stands as such a, a wonderful experience. So, Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of my favorite moments from Wrath of the Lich King 2. would be uh, Downing Yog saron uh, then Wrathgate, then uh, 
taking down the Lich King are probably my top three favorite moments from the expansion. Definitely. Nice. Let me ask you this. Is uh, the, the Lich King, did you down him when it was current content? Yes. Ah, I'm jealous. Me too. <laughs> was that, uh, where, where do you think that ranks among um, kind of end boss kills? Yogg-Saron was far more satisfying and fulfilling and stuff like that. But, I mean, Lich King was up there, definitely, because, I mean, defiles and killing Valkyr before they drop people off the platform. And there, there was the just handling the plague and stuff like that. There was a fair bit more coordination in that raid fight than in many raid encounters before it. So I'd, I'd say it's definitely up there. I think yogg Saron just ranks higher for me in Lich King because that was in a 25-man raid and we had gotten, you know, we'd done... This was, like, my first real progression raid because uh-huh. we'd, done that, we'd done next Ramus in Lich King. I started in Burning Crusade. I did Karazhan, which was kind of casual. Uh, Next Ramus felt really easy, but Old War felt like the first real challenge. So taking down the final boss of the first raid that I thought was like super challenging was a big deal. Aww. And what an epic encounter. Oh, yeah. I love those kind of memories. <sighs> uh, yeah, oh, okay. Uh, number three. Uh, you guys seem to have an amazing guild. Uh, that's Blood of the Scribe on Boulder Fist US. <laughs> uh, what are some of your favorite guild stories? <laughs> I don't have one because I still need to make an alt for your guild. Hell yeah, you do, but you, know, <laughs> you show here. up sometimes. You were at our Christmas party. We did a That's little true. bit of Karazhan together. We've done other things. Yeah. Other things. Mm, sandwiches. Oh, sandwiches. Um, our guild has been around since 2009, and, and there's just been, like, so much. And we've had, like, relationships come out of the guild, like IRL relationships, in-game relationships. Um, we've had um, just, like people that go away for years and then come back and you're like, Hey, it's you. And they're back and it's great. And you know, we've, we've had like rotating raid groups and, and the one we have now seems to like have really stuck and, and is wonderful. And we all know each other like outside of wow through like Facebook and stuff like that. And I don't know. Yeah. Very just, active Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> for, very for, um, for guildmates, um, old and new, we have a lot of guildmates who have, stopped playing ages ago who are still a member of, of that Facebook group, which is awesome. Yeah. It, that's where we share the shit that we don't share with the public because it's probably bad wrong. Badong. <laughs> NSFW. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. I, don't uh, know. I think, you know, honestly, as far as specific stories go, um, there are a number of memorable events, uh, not even necessarily always positive um, but incredibly memorable. And so one of my favorites of all of those was the insane pathological liar we had um, for a couple of months in the guild. This guy oh, was, yeah. um, he was very, very active. He was an organizer of groups. He was he was really on track for officership um, because he was active and organizing people to do old content to get um, achievements for the guild and things like that. I mean, good stuff. But at the same time, he was constantly talking about his personal life and it just constantly got ever more complicated, ever more fantastical, ever more unbelievable to the point where we finally realized like this guy is just absolutely full of it. This yeah, stuff is the, not true at all. The point where he invited his like supermodel girlfriend and his parents into the guild and they were never all on at the same time. Right. So he Listeners, was... do you think it's weird that they're talking about me in the third person right now? <laughs> Whoa, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like it, at the time, it was it was interesting, and then it was funny, but then it was weird, and then it got annoying, and then it got just downright strange. And then we, you know, he ended up he ended up leaving the guild um, after insisting that he become an officer, even though, I, like I said, he was on track for it. Um, that's just not something that we give out very easily. So it's more of a long term thing uh, after. Um, a lot of involvement and a lot of, um, you know, a deep root in the guild. So, uh, you know, he kind of like decided to dig his heels in, demand it. And when we didn't give it to him, he left and I think started his own guild, which, you know, hey, good for him. But um, it, so it didn't end well, but the ride was a hell, hell, a hell of a ride. <laughs> I don't remember his name. I don't either. And that's good. I mean, we, you know, no, we don't okay. need to talk about individual no. names or anything like that. Um, but yeah, if you guys are interested in joining a, a horde guild on a PvP server, PvP server, they build character. Um, it's Blood of the Scrap, <laughs> horde side, on Boulderfist US. And now number four, the last question Cinder has for us. Uh, what do you wish for in 2017, both in-game and out of it? I'll start. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope everybody I love gets to go to BlizzCon. Yes. Aww. And, uh, I uh, hope to see Ian again, hopefully three more times, and I hope I get that PvP unicorn that I've been trying so hard to get. Hey, nice job. That's both in-game and out. Thanks. Uh, I guess for me, it would be uh, Blizzard announcing either player or guild housing. <laughs> yes! Oh my the, god, guild housing. The, the, that would be the in-game thing. I mean, I don't need player housing, just even guild housing. The, just for a shared guild space that's instanced. I, there are some people who are like, oh, they'll never do that because Garrison sucked and stuff. Well, yeah, Garrison sucked. I, I don't want like a space where you can do everything. I just want a space where people can meet up and stuff, and then you can like personalize it and you know give professions a reason to craft shit and put Hell stuff yeah. in there and all that yeah. stuff. So. Guild housing would be awesome. So that's why I want in-game. Me too. Uh, Out of game, I want to have the best BlizzCon experience I possibly can have uh, because it'll be my fifth BlizzCon. And uh, honestly, I mean, I I kind of take it somewhat as a given lately that I go to BlizzCon every year, but I don't know when a BlizzCon will be my last. So I I want each BlizzCon that I go to to be better than the last one. And I think if, especially if a certain a couple of uh, ballers uh, attend this year, it'll be even that much more awesome. Oh, you're just saying that. <laughs> and then for mine, uh, in-game I want our raid team to finish all end-game content that comes out. Um, <laughs> not handily or anything like that necessarily. <laughs> just, you know, do it. And I I think that's just, it's a really um, fulfilling thing to do with the people that we're, you know, so proud and happy to be doing these kinds of things with. Um, I want um, even more of our listeners to be coming into those sorts of raids with us and, and um, um, earlier content, like we've been running, but right before the holidays came, we, we started doing the uh, first night of raiding as the... Uh, emerald nightmare normal and we were inviting more and more people into that um because we were out gearing it like crazy um but still had a few people who needed some key pieces which meant that we could carry if we needed to or just invite new people in um outside of game i really want our guild house to happen for blizzcon so that's a big one and and honestly that's funny that all three of us answered something blizzcon related yeah it's the best time ever 
So that was from yep. Cinder. Uh, she ended the email with, love you guys to bits. Have an amazing show and the best 2017 you could dream of. Cinder XO. Thank you so much, Cinder. Those questions were really uh, well thought out and uh, really fun to answer. Cinder, so you, you so are much. the best. I love you. Okay. Uh, next email. Dear Fist, you're hot. The what? end. Signed CT. Who's CT? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Thanks, but hey, CT. Hey, concise <laughs> and to the point and. <laughs> I'll take it. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Next email. <laughs> hey, baller laggers. I'm tired of my paladin. New year, new class. What should I play next? Happy New Year, Watson. Mage. Warlock. I don't priest. think Dorn's going to say pre. Oh, you did. Okay. <laughs> well, the you priest know what? class is great. It's just the class hall I didn't like. We're all uh, blood elf casters. It's true. Why are we all so squishy? Oh, no wonder we all get along so well. <laughs> Thanks, Watson. Um, here's one. Fist and Thorn, because latest first. I have some important questions. What's in my pocket? Um, protector? Pocket protector? Jimmy hat? I'm going to say hot pocket, because pocketception. Yes! Delicious, Number two. How many times have I pooped today? Twice. Fri- Friday in brackets. I'm going to say twice. Three times. Ooh. Ooh, that's a big pooper. Number three. What was the best part of 2016? BlizzCon. 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 Hell yeah. Nice. Number four. Who was the best candidate for president and why was it Donald Trump's toupee? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, does Canadian. that mean he won? <laughs> Well, that question kind of answers itself. I guess. Yeah. No, number five, favorite cereal? Reese's, Reese's Puffs. Puffs. Reese's, Reese's Puffs. Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. What about you, Ro? <laughs> Ragnaros by yeah. Fire Urged. Yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, number six, name a resolution for 2017. More wow. <laughs> I'm going to get good in Overwatch. Demon Hunter to 110. Nice. All right. I think these are all kind of obtainable, except for thorns. Hey, Number seven. You son of a... <laughs> what would, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Okay, we have a Redditor here. Yeah, definitely Redditor. <laughs> awesome. I'd go with 100 duck-sized horses. I think I'd go with the one horse-sized duck. Me too. All right. See you guys in hell. All right, I got this one. <laughs> Who wins? Zarya, fully charged. Charlotte Flair, who's from WWE in full cheat mode or Amanda Nunez immediately after dominating Ronda Rousey Nunez no question <laughs> oh. Ooh, Zarya because of gun and Charlotte Flair I had to look up because I'm, I'm not familiar with WWE but she's Ric Flair's daughter whoa who's that this is pretty know. awesome you don't know, whoa whoa hold a whoa whoa <laughs> fist what? hold on a minute now Let, let's talk this hi Hi, Fist. Row here. Um, <laughs> I had to steal that from John, sorry. But, uh, Fist, you don't know who Ric Flair is. No. Fist, when it comes the to Ric boy. Flair, the, the nature boy, you have to know that to be the man, you have to beat the man. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! Like, sexually? Uh, I don't uh, You can take that for whatever you want. Is this one of those things where I don't know it because I'm too young to get it? Because I like those things. I mean, he's kind of an old wrestler, but yeah. <laughs> I, he's a, I remember him, so yeah, he must be old. He had, yeah. oh, hey, whatever. I remember him. Shut up. 
but yeah did you i didn't even know his daughter was wrestling so these the comparison of these three it's like three three just badass women i love that Zarya would win though because she's got a gun guns will always win <laughs> uh and number nine of all the shows on the air whose listeners are the most attractive easy answer our listeners our listeners hands down and Rose. I'm, I'm not even going to fight you guys on that one. Yeah, there you go. Because I know that you, you will fight me in the street and you will win. We, I just, every time we get anything for, like, the, the Twitter things, the Facebook things, every, we look at these people constantly and they're just all so beautiful. Uh, anyway, um, that was from Ch- Chivers? Chivers? Chivers. Something like this. Yeah. Sour Th- cream and chivers? Thank you, sour cream and chi- chivers. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, and the last one is from our guildmate, uh, Understand, also Platinum Monkey. He says, Shout out to the Blood of the Scribe for not only being a Hassaf rating, has, uh, uh, rating guild, but also being a group of friends to fuck around with, even when not rating. Been in, fr- in slash friends of this guild for almost two years now, and I would not want anything more. P.S. Selvian sucks dick. Dicks. PPS Manfi is a big hunk. <laughs> those are two of other of our guildmates, and I can attest that both of those statements are indeed true. That's amazing. Okay, moving on to the tweets we received from you listeners. Uh, Kara at Zandara says, Lagging Balls, if you got a tattoo to honor the Lagging Balls podcast, what would it be and why? I got this. Okay, so on one cheek, butt cheek, one one butt cheek, it would say lagging, and there'd be a picture of dick butt. And then on the <laughs> other cheek... There'd be uh, something that says balls, and there'd be a cocktopus. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen her cocktopuses, her cocktopi, cocktopi, they're quite amazing. Uh, mine, mine would be the lagging balls logo. What would yours be, Ro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'd have to go with Cthulhu tramp stamp. There, there really is no other answer. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that now, aren't I? I mean, because I don't already have it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Hey, Ro, um, do you want me to, like, autograph a part of your body at BlizzCon? You can get it tattooed. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't care where it is. <laughs> I think you would care where it is, Ro. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, next up, uh, Monkey uh, Monkey Monk uh, says, Lagging Balls, who would win in a fight between a Frost Mage and a Poop Mage, and why? How are you guys? <laughs> I had to think about this. Um, I think... <laughs> I think a poop mage would because, uh, you know, hot, hot, like poop is hot. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, real time, so sir, I didn't think about this at all. <laughs> I, I'm going. I'm going to be very scientific game mechanic here. Okay. If they're both within relatively close range of each other, I would imagine that a poop mage is used to the smell of its own poop so much that it's not going to be interrupted while casting. While Frost yeah. Mage is going to be turned off by the smell of the poop, and therefore his casting is going to be interrupted, uh, and therefore the poop mage will get its spell off first, and the Frost Mage will die to poop. I agree. Plus, I feel like the poop mage would have a lot of dots. <laughs> hmm. Like, like way too many dots. Plus, yeah. the, the Frost Mage would have trouble encanting with the, the massive smell. That's true. Uh. Yeah, so it's it's got to be the poop mage. Good good thing though that the poop mage is the blue collar mage. They don't engage in PvP. <laughs> Ro, you want to get the next one? <laughs> uh yeah, from the big G uh, at Grave Now Lightning Balls. Make Azeroth great again. We are going to build a wall, and the Burning Legion will pay for it. <laughs> big um, G. 
Big G. Um, we asked people to, to, to send in stuff that we should say, and uh, you said it. So. <laughs> um, uh, Ryan Matthew at Ryan M underscore J says, uh, Lagging Balls, talk about your Tim Hortons to-go orders. Nice. Um, I, Tim Hortons go-to orders. Go-to orders. Um, I'm vegan now, so I can hardly have anything there. Which stinks. Um, really stinks. But it used to be a medium double-double, and I used to love the, um, the bagels with cream cheese. Or um, the apple fritter. Delicious. Uh, I would go with an extra large double-double because I can't get enough of that coffee. So the more of it I take with me, the better. Um, Or an ice cap because they're downright amazing. Mm. Um, Which I didn't get to try the maple ice cap, uh, which is too bad. But then um, I would normally say Timbits uh, because that's kind of the go-to. But then... Thist introduced me to... You're going to have to help me with the name of this one, Thist. It's like the multi-fruit bombs muffin thing. <laughs> the fruit explosion muffin. That's it. Fruit explosion muffin. So good. Surprisingly awesome. So, uh, I must admit, no Tim Hortons near the area. Fair enough. But I, I, I will I will make a, another admission that some people who listen to me on other podcasts may know of uh, a drink I like at Denny's. Oh, oh yes. What is it? I've, I've had every time I've gone to BlizzCon the past few years at Denny's. I will go to Denny's and they have a Coke freestyle machine, so you can have any kind of Coke you want. Nice. And nice. the weirdest thing that I order, and people are like, what the fuck are you thinking, Ro? <laughs> is Coke Zero with orange. Mm. And that's good. I take it. it. I think it is amazing. Other people <laughs> think it's one of the most disgusting things you could ever drink. Well, we have to try that. Stat. Yes. Can we go to Denny's at BlizzCon? Absolutely. The th- consider it done. Yay. Legging balls, rail maintenance, rolling restart meetup at De- at Denny's. We will we will do this. We will meet meetup. I'll I'll vlog it, and it, it'll be awesome. Balls gone. Balls gone. <laughs> uh, Victor Sanctum, the Victor Sanctum podcast. Hey guys, um, Thornbrow, legging balls, Rice CP, confiscate fists, O three, and myself. We are. We are quote unquote semi pro Overwatch players confirmed, hashtag confirmed by Randy Deluxe. To which he answers <laughs> Close enough. enough, close enough. Randy Deluxe said close enough, so g- confirmed. <laughs> I'd say that's pretty much that's, confirmed. You are semi pro Overwatch players. Congratulations. <laughs> close enough 2016 TM too soon. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Too soon TM. Too yeah, soon, and that's in TM. reference to us playing the in the podcast related uh theme overwatch standoff mini tournament thing yeah it was fun i beat (laughs) the i beat the shit out of randy i'm sorry (laughs) sorry randy uh the next one is from chris at bordardo he says lagging balls just wanted to wish this to thornbrow happy new year and thanks for welcoming me into their fam thank you for joining our fam chris you got got a fam we fucking love you deeply mind if i get the last one yeah please please Sure. Uh, from technically PvP, uh, at Lagging Balls, I would love to hear one of you drop a <laughs> big dick daddy somewhere in your New Year's Eve show. Why? Just cause. <laughs> I love the, the voice you put on for that. Oh my God. Big dick daddy. Big dick daddy. And uh, there is one of those coming yet, by the way. Really? But- yes, really. Okay. Uh, we got two messages from Facebook, both from Big G. Again, thank you, Big G. Um, he says to say, your wife called. She said my dick is bigger than yours. 
And he says to say, 2016 was but a dream, and all the greats are fine. Yay! Nice one. Yay. Yeah, that's what happened. I like that. Totally nothing bad ever happened in this in this year. This and then uh, I'd like to take a moment just to thank our amazing Patreon supporters, a.k.a. our big dick daddies. <laughs> they technically PvP. Seriously, being a patron is a... Uh, a massive above and beyond thing so you know this was founded by request by our guildmate and longtime listener logic so thank you logic uh, but you fine folks are giving up your own hard-earned cash hard and oh, help fund fun. the show and we couldn't be more humbled or appreciative of that fact so many thanks to brandon who is logic ian juden spanky hunter Brittany, <laughs> big g barda heather tremont rhino tyler and thomas thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you we wish you the happiest, most lucrative 2017 in which your investments and winners like us bring you tons of success in return. <laughs> and one Judy, final note. 2016 oh, yes. Lagging Baller of the Year. Just saying. Oh, shit. Yeah. out. Juden. Oh. Hashtag confirmed. Hashtag too soon. One final note of thanks to our biggest, brightest, and most vocal supporter to whom we have one special end of the year message. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I can't believe you've been doing that for a whole fucking year. <laughs> it's not funny. It's amazing. Happy it's New best. Year. Woo. You know Yay. what? We had people come up to us at BlizzCon and say, hey, are you throwing in this? Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> Catchphrase. Catchphrase. Um, but yeah, thank you, Ro, for being on the show. It's, it's, I can't th- honestly, I can't think of a better way to close out the year. We absolutely love you. It was so nice seeing you at BlizzCon, and we really do consider you one of our best friends in gaming out. So thank you so much. I, you guys are a couple of the, of my like newest, best podcasting friends and stuff like that. When, when I say it was one of my highlights meeting you guys at BlizzCon, that is not bullshit. And I am totally looking forward to hanging out with you guys in November and uh, at least IRL and online maybe sooner than that. You never know. Maybe maybe I'll get uh, my ass uh, up and do that wow resolution. Maybe I'll make that Demon Hunter uh, uh, for a certain <gasps> guild. I don't know. Nice. Oh, please, please, please. Oh, that'd be so we good. We shall see. But yeah, thanks for having me on. It's, it's been awesome. Yes, it has. And a lot longer than I uh, anticipated. So with <laughs> that... She said. To, um, I'm going to put this up hopefully before next year uh, <laughs> that's like a New Year's Eve joke um, but yeah so thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you on the other side bye 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 Felicia again okay let me stop recording hey gang we need your help we're tagging this shitbox as a community focused podcast but so far it's just been us talking shit we need you to give us stuff delicious content like questions topics to cover, content segments, guild stories, emails, and disputes that need settling. We'll even get some shoutouts and accept your own podcast commercials for promotion. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Please. I was supposed to submit a segment, but I forgot. I also forgot to get software to add music. I'm going to go back to playing Pokemon now. Bye. Thanks for lagging balls together with us today. Here's where you can find and follow the show. Email us at laggingballs at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at laggingballs. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash laggingballs. Reblog our Tumblr at laggingballs.tumblr.com. And for YouTube and Google+, 
search for Lagging Balls Official until we have 500 followers and then we'll get a custom URL. Ooh. If you enjoyed the show, the easiest way to help the show is to rate us on iTunes and Stitcher. We truly appreciate it. Special thanks to bensound.com for all the music used on this show. And be sure to catch us next week on Lagging Balls. Lagging Balls.